Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to one of our latest editions of Third Eye Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jeff Roster, and I'm here with a with an old friend and a longtime industry expert, Rob Garth. Rob, how are you doing today? Jeff, it's really good to be here. I'm great. Thanks. Yeah, fantastic. Well, you know what? I could read your bio, but I think you're going to be able to tell us a little bit more about yourself with a lot more passion than I could do. Give us a little bit of sense about what you've done in the industry and what you're doing now at Salesforce. Yeah, it's really great to be here and we've known each other quite some time. So it's good to always reconnect and hear what you have to say about retail. And I guess I'd summarize it as I'm a retail guy. I've been in and around the industry for a long time on all sides of the table from analyst to strategy consultant to actual practitioner. And for the last 11 or so years have been on the tech side with demandware and then of course via the acquisition Salesforce and I'm GM for retail. So that means in the Salesforce world, I oversee our product and solution strategy, but also our industry insights team, which is really responsible for staying out in the market, understanding where the industry is going. We do that based on a ton of data and we're able to have conversations like this. It helps influence our product and solution strategy. And also I'm out in the field all the time talking to retailers about what they're seeing and what we can do to help them. Okay. Well, you hit my sweet spot with the word data. So Rob, how would you wrap up or analyze 2022? Yeah, it's interesting. As we sit here today, we're coming off actually a really positive cyber week. We look at this on our shopping index and we saw globally over cyber week, it grew online sales. That is 2% in the U S it grew 9%. So after what I would say a rebalancing between digital and physical. We saw a really solid week after actually several weeks leading up to Cyber Week as lackluster deals where the consumers were holding off, being patient, waiting for the biggest deals. But as I talk about, even though we saw this recent surge, it really has been a rebalancing. The narrative in the headlines was often, oh gosh, digital gave everything back that they surged over the last couple of years since the pandemic. And now it's all back to physical. And what we're seeing really across retailers globally, it's this rebalancing of connecting the dots between digital and physical. It's not one or the other, but it's living in this hybrid world. Our research, Jeff shows, and you've been following this for quite some time, consumers traverse nine different touch points in any given shopping journey. And at the same time, retailers have 44 different systems to manage the consumer engagement. So there's so much opportunity for retailers to stub their toes, but really the understanding the rebalancing, really connecting those dots between digital and physical has been what a lot of retailers have been up to over the course of this year. Yeah. I've never, you know, well, you and I have had this conversation for what probably going on at least 10 years. I've never understood why we have to have this war between the physical store and digital. It is the stupidest thing ever. I know why, because there are people in my line of work that, that for whatever reason need to have con controversy, but I don't care. I, if I'm a consumer, I don't care. I want to use whatever channel I want to. And if I'm, an in, if I'm a retailer, I have to manage all these channels and they're not in conflict with each other. At least they, they shouldn't be, other than unless you're the, the guy up in Seattle, maybe. Maybe you're in conflict with everyone, but it is what it is. Why do we, why are we still playing this game? Of course, we're going to spike over COVID. And once we're, hu we're humans, we need to pack together. We want to go and have physical connection. Of course, we're going to see that spike come back down a little bit. Big deal. Who cares? Exactly. Exactly. And I think the retailers are rewiring themselves and it's being driven, as you talked about, 
If you had the consumer and the consumer expectations, over 2020, we saw a 40% increase of net new digital shoppers based on our shopping index at Salesforce. So there are a whole new set of people buying online, whole new set of people that now look to digital, but it's not just going to a website. It's bringing their phone, really being the remote control into the store. And what ha that has created, Jeff, over the course of the pandemic is a whole new definition of loyalty. It's really defined as health, safety, convenience, and trust. And if I were to think about the common denominator, it's removing friction. And to your point, if I'm a consumer, I just want to have an easy, a convenient, and safe shopping experience. And those retailers that have really leaned into that reality, broken down the barriers that you and I you said 10 years, I'm thinking more, and I'm probably aging both of us, but 15 years, at least we've been talking about this. It's just, I don't know. I just, huh, it is what it is. It is what it is. Just so everyone you know, knows. You say that, I guess one more point, if I could, because sure. you got me on a roll here, Jeff, as you usually do. Where I'm finding it so manifests itself in terms of where retailers need to change in this hybrid omni-channel or whatever you want to call it, right, is in the physical store. We're seeing a dramatic change, a dramatic change in the role of the store, but most importantly, the store associate. In this omni-channel world, they're becoming, you know, social media managers. They're becoming live streamers. They're becoming service agents, concierge. They're becoming fulfillment experts. And what that means is, according to our research, 60% of the digital sales are influenced by the physical store. So just that stat alone should motivate retailers yeah. to think about how to empower the associate, have them really drive ultimately the engagement and the transaction, no matter where the product is sourced and wherever the product is delivered. Yeah, we haven't talked about this, but one of the kind of fun subjects that are popping around now is the metaverse. And there's some people, friends that debate back and forth with that are not fans of it. And I think that probably is a big chunk of maybe the guy out here in my part of the world that sort of renamed his whole company to try to go after that space. But when you talk, you use at least three, quote, metaverse technology I care passionately about, live streaming, customer engagement, store associate engagement. I'm a huge fan of immersive commerce, which is a term that I don't know if it's going to gain traction, but some of the tech folks are using, I have a pod that's going to drop on that. And that's the idea of you pick your technology, augmented reality, live streaming, maybe VR, I don't know. But there's pieces of that technology that are clearly game changers in the process of retailing. And the point is that retailers better get very comfortable with having something like this with a camera turned on. And to me, the best example I can find that I can think of is B&H Photo and any of us that are photo people. So for the audience, B&H Photo is probably the best camera shop on the planet. I would say is the best camera shop on the planet. And their salespeople are highly skilled, very knowledgeable. They're all photographers. And so if you're going to do business with them, we used to either have to call them up or get on a text chat, and which was awesome. I bought thousands of dollars worth of gear through text chat. Now it's a live stream. Although there's a debate, is it a live stream because it's one-to-one, -one, whatever. It's, but it's this powerful tool. And Rob, I don't know if you've used that system. It's not that high end. It, I mean, it's the video quality is okay. I don't care because the knowledge is right. so good. And it's not just B&H. It's going to be every single retailer that has skilled sales associates. And live, true live streaming, the numbers, a couple of guys that are doing it here in the US, they're unbelievable. And it's not, it's not this super overarching high production. It's literally a $600 camera with a knowledgeable salesperson and passion associates. You know, what do you want to call that? I, that sounds a lot. I love it. That sounds very metaverse -y to me. So instead of getting in that energy of that term, which is summer pro or summer con, I'm just like, listen, 
I want to engage with knowledgeable people in any platform I can. Why would I argue about that? Bingo. Well, for, well yeah, you're going to get me started here, Jeff, yeah. as you do already. So first of all, B&H Photo, love B&H Photo. Bring <laughs> me back to when I was an analyst at AMR Research, which you know, know yep. well, been acquired by Gartner and uh, they were our customers back in the day. Loved the oh, come on. Oh, now you're making me jealous. Brother, the first meeting for, or my first schedule for NRF is B&H Photo. It's Friday from nine to, and you got to get out of there by noon because they shut down. So yeah, that's sure. my, that's already built into the calendar. Matter of fact, I'm coming a day early just so I can hit that B&H Photo. And by the way, I'll take a sel selfie in front of that store. And it's not even that fancy of a store on the outside, yeah. but it's anybody that, and that's what retail should be where people are so passionate about the brand experience that you take selfies in front of that. Yeah, oh. we'll have to get a car for you. Let's schedule something. Oh, right before, hey, uh, I'll tell you what, man. Saturday I'll tell you something. what, I might take you up on that one because that would be Put legit. On the that would be but legit. But I, I want to I borrow into what you're talking about here. And metaverse, it's somewhat of a polarizing term. I typically don't use that with our customers, but something that nobody argues about is what you just talked about, which is, did you call it immersive commerce? Well, yeah, it's it not my term. I, yeah. I wish it was my term. It's a couple of guys, I'll drop a pod. One of the guys that, that really is using it a lot, he had a lot of, Michael Zakur, he had a lot of experience in in Asia with, with uh, those retailers. And so he's bringing it here. And I went, yeah, because it solved all my problems, Rob. It's okay. I can, listen, I'm a pilot. We've used augmented reality for 20 years. We've trained, sim my dad in World War II used a mechanical simulator, okay? Not an ounce of electronics, it's all mechanical. But we've trained pilots flying the most complex aircraft with this technology. There is nothing new. There's nothing, there's nothing magic about it, but it is creating a different experience. And we 100% are going to use that in retail. Maybe not totally. VR, but certainly AR, certainly all those pieces. And why is that? Why does that have that energy? I don't get it. That yeah, like you're saying, I liked immersive commerce. I'll probably yeah. borrow that. But we think about it in the context of shopping at the edge. And what we mean by this, and nobody argues this point, shopping historically has been a fairly discreet and linear event. I'm going to go to the mall today. I'm going to go shopping, right? And now it's really shifted from a discrete and linear event to an embedded and fragmented event. What I mean by that is shopping. You don't go shopping anymore. You're just shopping. And that's immersive, as you talked about. That's within everything we do. And so from a marketing funnel, which was all about pulling consumers to our property, it's now about pushing our brand to wherever the consumers yeah. are. You talked about AR, VR, you talked about the example of B&H where they're able to bribe digital concierge, not physically together. It's also messaging platforms, social platforms. It's about voice. And if you're thinking about the automobile and how that becomes the device to order and shop the future, the point is commerce needs to be embedded in these points where people are being inspired and you must put the buy button there because that's where shopping is looking. And bringing it back to the example of the store associates, sure, that can be shopping at the edge when somebody is traversing, I was gonna say metaverse, but I'll stay away from that. Let's just say social media and they find something they like and they wanna ask a knowledgeable store associate about it and they can then bring up a text chat or a video chat, immersed right in there, breaking down that friction between inspiration and purchase. So I like immersive commerce. I like the idea, again, of pushing the brand to wherever the consumers are and breaking down that friction.
Yeah, I don't know if you saw it, but Gartner has identified a metaverse as one of the what, top strategic initiatives in 2023. So the term is here, and we in the influencer business better probably figure out how we're going to talk about it for sure. Rob, what do you think, 20, what are you looking at for the new year? And what do you, what's, what's a Salesforce going to be talking about at NRF? It's only m weeks away now at this point. Wow. Yeah, of course. And talked about 2022, looking forward to 2023, where retailers are going to move from scrappy, as I've described over the last couple of years, thinking about the new shopping behavior, not just in digital and not just in physical, but the blending. And they're going to really move from scrappy to scale. We're going to see coming out of the holiday season, likely that margin will be the Grinch that steals Christmas. Coming out of the reconciliation of returns and the holiday season, when public companies are going to go through their earnings in February, that's likely going to be a headline. Retailers are thinking about how to scale, how to automate, how to drive efficiency. And that's not necessarily fully moving to technology. It's using technology to empower people and allow them to be more productive. Really, actually, in this digital experience, how do you continue to humanize the engagement? So as we think about NRF and beyond, certainly the idea of data and activating the data, operationalizing the data to drive personalized experiences. We talked about Genie at Dreamforce just a couple of months ago, and we'll be talking about that again in terms of how to take advantage and leverage the loyal shoppers that you've gained over the last couple of years to retain them, offer them new services, whether that's media or health or broadening the assortment through marketplaces. So it's going to be a real balance between some growth initiatives, because there's an opportunity not only to retain the consumers who've migrated to you over the course of the pandemic, but grow that base and create loyal customers, but also an idea of really understanding the margin pressure and figuring out how to scale through automation and productivity all across not only the supply chain, but the store, and marketing. And speaking of supply chain, I really do see, I was having a conversation just earlier today that supply chain is moving to the front office. The supply chain is moving oh, to the customer experience. Yeah. It's not just for the back office, but it's being embraced by the cool kids now because people need to optimize their inventory. They need to be a lot more flexible yeah. around the order and have more agility around the order as well. So I know I just threw a lot. Oh, no, it's good. That's my it's really ball, good. But I'll stop talking now. Yeah, no, I love those themes. I think one of the really breakout themes for 2023 is going to be returns and returns management. And because there's a bunch of technology that's now coming on board and boy, it's, it's actually been involved in distribution. The ugliest business on the planet in retail is returns. That's a mess. It's a place where revenue goes to die and our profits go to die and revenue is leaked. And that'd be cool. I love yeah, that. We're idea. probably so going to anticipate the return tsunami coming up here, Jeff. We're already seeing it in the early data we're seeing from our shopping index, and we're going to anticipate it. And you're right, it could be a triple whammy if retailers don't know how to handle that well. And we're seeing some new, interesting, and not so liberal return policies that are happening as well to try to get a handle on. I was in an influencer call with Rethink Retail and there was, we were talking about that and it was interesting to hear this noise around the idea that super liberal return policies are in fact not sustainable or against a concept of sustainability. I'm thinking, you know what, I don't care what term we use. If we can somehow say stop returning stuff, 
that would be good. And it was a really interesting angle. And I went, wow, that is clever. If you can get Amen. people to say, listen, how do we figure out what sizes are better so we don't buy three knowing we're going to return two? I just thought that was the cleverest thing in the world. Well, it sounds really good. I'm looking forward to, to, to seeing you back back at NRF. I think it's going to be a big show. Last year was, was interesting, to say the least, but I think this year is going to be just an awful lot of fun. So, Rob, congratulations on another good year in 2022, and let's head out of the park in 2023. That sounds awesome, Jeff. It's always a pleasure. Look forward to it. If it's not at BNH, we'll definitely get out of Oh, man. You made Saturday my day on that retail one. Retail Initiative. Yeah, so, for sure. For sure. Sounds good. Well, thanks for the time. See you in New York City. Thanks for giving today's show a listen and now a view. If you enjoyed it, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. More information on today's guest can be found in the show notes. If you know of a guest or would like to be one yourself, send us a note at podcast at thirdeyeadvisory.com. I'm your host, Jeff Roster, Strategic Advisor, covering retail here at Third Eye Advisory, signing off.